This Partner in Action podcast series is a collection of interviews and real-life stories from people who apply the partner mindset and behaviors. The result, they get more of what they want, more often, with less difficulty. Amy Carroll is a communication coach, trainer, author, and professional speaker. She travels the globe using her secret superhero powers to liberate people from communication disasters. The communication model Predator-Prey-Partner was developed by Pat Kirkland, a superhero in her own right, and who happens to be Amy's sister. You can find out more at Amy's website, carolcoaching.com and patkirklandleadership.com. So listen, laugh, and learn how you can overcome the communication disasters in your life and get more of what you want. Today, I'm speaking with Dave Delaney, who is the owner of a construction company called Eco Maison, which is an ecological construction company. Welcome, Dave. Hi. Hi, Amy. Good to have you here. Yes, yeah, good to be here. Dave, I'm curious to know how long have you been working in this construction field and running this business? I started out on my own 29 years ago. That's um, impressive. Yeah. So I'm guessing you've seen and come across a lot of predators in your 29 mm-hmm. years of experience. Yeah. yeah, there's been there's been a fair few for mm-hmm. the years. It's all part of the game. Yes, it is. Right. That's a good way of saying it, because when we see it as a game, we get our, sometimes it, we can control our ego yeah. better. Mm-hmm. Dave, you and I have known each other for several years and we've gotten to know each other better in the last couple of years because I've had the pleasure of working very closely with your wife. Nicola, and I'm curious to know what caused you to decide to come and reach out to me to talk about some of these challenges that you come across. Basically, I took on this big project in the southwest of France, and it was a restoration of an old building for an A-list Hollywood star. Wow. And there was a a very famous interior designer that was running the project. So it was an amazing opportunity. And I've stepped into something that was a lot bigger than I'd ever done before. Oh, I can imagine. And a lot more detailed as well. The detailing was, was massive. And the pressure to hold, have that kind of expectation and standard and dealing with potentially sensitive personalities must have also been a challenge yeah definitely there's a lot of egos to to be able to manage and so the reason i reached out to yourself amy is because my wife really believes in your concept and she's she says it's the first time she's worked with somebody that actually walks their talk and it works well, that's very cool and i remember when we first talked there was some challenging individual you had some interesting yeah. nickname for him. Who was that? We had Carlos the Parquet Princess. Oh, yes. Carlos the Parquet Princess. OK, <laughs> so tell me what made Carlos so challenging? What he delivers is very individual. And it's very skilled what he does. Mm. And the interior designer that he works with only wants him to do her projects. He knows that he's in demand. And oh, boy. He's very, yeah, he can be very challenging, very challenging. Uh huh. And so walk me through what, when did you know? Because I know you said the relationship started off fine. And then yeah. where did it start to go south? So it started to go a bit south when it came to him turning up on site. 
we'd agreed a date and when we emailed him to say can you be here on this day we got an email back from him saying oh, i can't do that i can only come in three weeks time i've just started another job so he suddenly changed everything on you which mm-hmm. yeah. i would imagine in the construction business especially in a project like this really puts a wrench in things yeah totally it, w- it would have basically or a hammer i should say yeah. <laughs> <in your field. laughs> Yeah, it would have thrown out our planning to be able to deliver the project on time. Okay, so what did you do first? Basically, I called him up to discuss his email and there was no, he basically turned into Predator straight away and and started accusing me of changing dates and that it happens all the time to him and he's expected to turn up when everybody else is ready and the bottom line of it was he had taken on another job and that started ah. that started a bit sooner than he expected. OK. And then how did that call end? It ended pretty badly with him hanging up on me. Really? Because he said that I was shouting and you shouting. That's a yeah. hard for me to imagine. <laughs> I know it was quite a surprise when I got a phone call from the project manager in London saying, what are you doing shouting at Carlos? Wow. And then what did you do after that? To get back in touch with him. I tried to contact him. I tried phoning him a few times and yeah. he wouldn't pick his phone up. I texted him and said, let's talk about this like adults and had no replies. He would, he basically wouldn't talk to me or contact me in any way. The only contact that I had was through the project manager in the UK and my project manager. How frustrating. Yeah, it was. Okay, so now he's refusing to be in communication with you. Now the date's getting closer. So what did you end up adjusting to make it work for him? I spoke with my wife and she was like, well, give Amy a call and and talk to Amy about it. I'm sure she'll be able to give you some pointers on how to, to manage the parquet princess when he <laughs> when he turns up on the side. Okay, yeah, now I remember. And that's when you and I talked. And mm-hmm. I believe that's when I recommended to you that when he showed up, even though you were probably feeling very frustrated and not looking forward to having to deal with him, he was going to be there a whole week. And my recommendation to you was to treat him as if he was a good friend that you were happy that's to right. see. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now walk me through it. The, the day he shows up, what did you do? So the day he turned up on site, I went up to him, I shook his hand, I looked him in the eye, smiled. It was like, nice to meet you again, Carlos. Is there anything that I can get for you? Wow. Cleared all the space for you. It's all ready to go. There's nothing in your way. Um, let me know if you need anything. And then I just left it at that. And then I went off and said hello to everybody else that was on site that day. So before I let you go on, what I'm hearing is you were incredibly warm and uh, welcoming to him without being over the top ridiculous without being prey yeah you're gracious and elegant even though that maybe intuitively weren't feeling it authentically inside you still showed it that way with the eye contact and the smile and using his name and letting him know you were making sure things were in place for him that's right yeah yeah i didn't overdo it right i did what i'd do with anybody else who you that like i hadn't had a problem with <laughs> yeah okay sort of let us down at the last minute came back 
And then I offered him coffee. So would you like some coffee before you nice. get started? And how was your journey? Did you get here okay? Was there any hiccups? Uh huh. So a little chit chat. Bit of chit chat, and then let them get on. They started, and I went on with my day. Okay. And then later on in the morning, I came down stairs, and they were unloading the van. And I went and helped them unload the van. Mm-hmm. And I was just helping along and chit-chatting with him and his crew. And then a moment came up when we were outside, just the two of us, unloading the van. And he turned around and apologized to me. Unbelievable. Yeah. It was. Uh, Did you almost fall over? I did. <laughs> I, I bet you were. I was like, wow. Okay. And, and I remember when we talked about on the phone, I remember saying to you, and Dave, if you do this well, he will apologize to you. Right, and you, you burst did. out laughing <laughs> because you're like, Amy, that's never going to happen. Yeah. I remember going, okay, all right, I could be wrong here. <laughs> that was the last thing that I would have expected right? from him because of all the feedback we'd had about right. him from the interior designer was that he's he's a law amongst himself. And then after that, what happened? After that, we... We carried on with our day and we came to lunchtime and he came up to me and asked me if, if I wanted any lunch because he was out to go and buy lunch. He offered to buy me lunch. Incredible. I was just like, <laughs> great. Okay. It was, yeah, it was, it was impressive. I was, I, I pretty much went outside and done a bit of a jig and <laughs> thanked Amy basically. <laughs> was, happy uh, dance yeah, <laughs> on my it behalf. Was, it was good. It was very funny. Oh, Dave, that is a great story. Well, congratulations. Yeah, and no, thank you, Amy. It's, yeah. It really does work. It's crazy, right? Yeah. No, it's yeah. mad. It really well does done. work. Well, Dave, before I let you go, I have one last question for you. What is one tip, one piece of advice that you have for listeners to help them to be able to step in partner or stay in partner when the going gets tough? I would say smile, be friendly, and plant your feet. Excellent. Well, Dave, thanks again for your time and for sharing your success story. And everyone else, thanks for tuning in. And until next time, happy partnering. If you want to participate in one of Amy's superhero trainings, you can find out more on her website, carolcoaching.com. That's two R's and two L's.